Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you're listening to another episode of Hugh I Do, the podcast brought to you by your favorite cousins on the bright side. Welcome to another episode of Who I Do, the podcast that's going to tell you exactly what your cake designer does versus what they do not do. (laughs) So you don't ask them the questions that don't apply. I'm Ashley, as you know, and we have a very, very special guest with us today. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lamika Edwards. I am the owner and main head designer with Cakes by Lamika. I am located in Metro Atlanta, so I'm in Forest Park, Georgia. I've been doing this for about 18 years, and it is my love and passion. Oh my gosh. And if you're in the Atlanta area, I'm sure you have heard of her cakes, her work. You've at least seen it. Ooh, yeah. You were, <laughs> I was just thinking as um, I was preparing for this episode, I was like, we don't really have a lot of veteran vendors, I feel, by meaning veterans in, especially in the Atlanta area, I feel mm-hmm. like are beyond. 10 years because we see a lot that have been around since maybe like 2015 2016 ish maybe that's as far back as it goes but you don't see a lot of vendors that were like here in the (laughs) early 2000 teens or even before that and so I was like you might have been like the most veteran vendor we've had on the show which is yeah but I think it also speaks to maybe the, how the industry is changing as well over time. But yeah, the fact that you have been around for so long shows that your cakes are delicious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love cake. So <laughs> and oh, I have a pot of I never, you, if I won't eat it, you're not going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember right as, uh, you know, the pandemic was going and you had dropped your boxes. I, uh, we had Irene Tyndale on the show and mm. we were talking about your cakes and we're both just like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. So good. So super excited to have you on. What were you doing before you got into this? I worked for the state of Georgia. So customer service is my main background in electronics, believe it oh, or not. Okay. So with the state of Georgia, I ran, I was one of the team members on their GSAMs or their video conferencing systems. So okay. I was I was the one that made sure all the billing got done. We hooked up hooked up brand new systems. Anything dealing with video conferencing, I was on that team. Um, and so I was kind of considered a tech, but I handled all the front end phone calls as well. And I also worked in the customer service center with with GTA and BOAS. I worked in the customer service center as well. Okay, I too at one point worked for the state. And uh-huh. Yeah, that was a very interesting time in my life, but. Yeah. The state is a whole nother animal to work it for. <laughs> really, really is. The benefits are great, but yeah, yeah, yeah for I sure. I loved it though. I loved it. I when I, when it was time for me to go, my husband said, "Listen, you got to make a decision. It's going to be the cakes or the state." <laughs> and then, then uh, Purdue came in and said, "Hey, we got this great new 
program we're going to come out with our technology department and and he ended up laying off the whole department <laughs> oh wow <laughs> but oh. It, it unfortunately well unfortunately it gave me that push it gave us two years mm. as when he's explaining this to us in a uh, meeting i turned around and the hr guy was standing was sitting behind me i said this, this sounds like i need to pay off all my bills and open up that little cake shop he said yes <laughs> and i laughed and turned back around he said I'm serious. So he knew the degree of what was about to happen because everybody else said, ah, oh, they're not going to do away with our department. They're not going to send it out the, uh, the Bell South, la, la, la. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know, huh, bags packing. <laughs> but I was the only one writing on my date 15 more days to go. So I opened up, I actually went and opened up the shop and started, um, first I started gathering equipment, putting it uh-huh. in storage. And then um, when it was time, that last like couple of months, I opened up the, the, the cake shop. And look at you ever since. And I'm still here. I can't believe still it. Still there. <laughs> that is awesome. The fact that you're about to hit 20 years in two years. Yeah. That is a huge accomplishment. Thank you. We're going to give you those flowers right now because, <laughs> yeah, that that's it's huge. So huge and well-deserving. Thank um, you. We're so excited to have you on. Tania Sally can be with us, but we're going to be discussing the fun series that we just started, which is the Get Somebody Else to Do a series. Um, for those that don't know, if this is your first episode of listening to the series, is basically our chance of help breaking down a lot of those misconceptions and assumptions of what cake designers do and versus what maybe another vendor would do in general. And so hopefully this is something that gives you something to kind of take away, think about, um, mull over as you plan your wedding and go through your vendor selection process because (laughs) that is a very crucial piece of the puzzle. But before we dive into that, we're going to play our favorite game that we play every single week with our guests called This or That, where it's like the Instagram game. You pick between one option or the other and you explain why. But because you're our special guest, Lamika, you will be the one to answer first, basically. So not too wild, just two rounds. But to start, if you were like this is a cake for you not one you're working on but something mm-hmm. you're going to eat yourself would you prefer chocolate icing or cream cheese icing wow let's see <laughs> yes i'm gonna i'm gonna go with chocolate icing okay why yeah, i truly do enjoy chocolate icing. chocolate especially if it's going to be a chocolate on chocolate cake because mm. i'm a dog of the berry the sweet of the juice kind of girl so i do like me a good dark chocolate mocha cake you know <laughs> with some chocolate icing However, chocolate cake with cream cheese icing is good, but mm. I'm going to pick that chocolate cake over there. Yeah. Okay. With the chocolate icing. <laughs> okay. I would go the opposite route. I love yeah. good cream cheese icing. So <laughs> I'll go with the cream cheese icing. Though you're right. You can't go wrong with a good chocolate on chocolate, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll stick with cream cheese. Okay. <laughs> For the second round, we've been, uh, you know, And I'm sure definitely you've noticed how the wedding cakes have evolved in design over the years. Yeah. So if you had to pick between of the two for you to be able to design when you're making the cakes, would you prefer a vintage inspired design or art deco? 
I'm going to say vintage because I love one of the things that I really love doing is all the piping work Mm -hmm. that would come on a vintage. And I like big and over the top. (laughs) Like I like them. Like I like big cakes. I cannot lie. The big (laughs) six footers. I mean, that was my speciality. I I would say I love doing the big giant cakes. Um, The Art Deco, they're nice. Mm -hmm. They're very nice. And, you know, they're very beautiful at times. (laughs) But they have to, a wedding is, to me, should be soft and romantic. And a lot of the Art Deco stuff is very sharp and hard-edged. Yeah. Yeah. I I can definitely understand what you mean by that. Like, I even prefer live flowers over sugar flowers. Mm. Because the live flowers gives that softness and that romance versus the sugar flowers. Mm. Sounds crazy, doesn't it? Never thought about that. But that does make sense as well. Well, thank you for that. I'll also say vintage inspired. Art Deco is just is so overdone right now. Mm. I feel like we're seeing so much Art Deco in design. And I get it. It's a lot of people are feeling like Art Deco and sometimes like old Hollywood kind of have that same type of allure to it. But, you know, what's wrong with a good old like 80s or 90s style vintage yeah. You know, kind of feel there's a way of modernizing it. I think mm-hmm. you don't have to have them big shoulder pads or the flock of seagull hair. <laughs> That's true. But when Those I walk, ugly bridesmaids dresses. Yes, with the big old poofy shoulders and the big old poofy ruffles at the top. But when I walk into a room with, you know, for a wedding, mm-hmm. I want to feel like that I'm walking into that couple's love, their yeah. romance. And Art Deco doesn't give that feeling. But when you go that, you know, like you mentioned, you can modernize that, Mm -hmm. that tradition. But just that's, I mean, isn't that what the wedding and the marriage is all about? Love? Yeah. Yeah. Romance? Yeah. Those two becoming one? Exactly. I can't do that with a, you know, with a, with a dolly piece. (laughs) 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 Which end goes, do I turn it this way or that way? (laughs) I know exactly what you mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name? Something Dolly. I can't remember his first name. But you know, he has all the weird little shapes. And mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> maybe, a Van, maybe a Van Gogh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice field of flowers. Yeah, it's something yeah. soft. It's soft for sure. Oh gosh, <laughs> I can already tell we're gonna have a good time. And so <laughs> we're gonna dive into these questions. Basically, again, this is just to help us really define kind of what does your role do, but then also what don't you do, but maybe somebody else does. Mm-hmm. And so to start, simply, what is a cake designer like? What do you do? So a cake designer and what I do, we specialize mm-hmm. in creating a unique cake for pretty much any occasion. For your wedding, for your birthday party, or any occasion. And we try to do things that are on trend and pull whatever's in your head out. So usually my process is when you come in, and I normally when I have a client bring their different ideas. It could be any color, just things that they like. Maybe it may be one thing that they may like from a picture they found online or Instagram or wherever. And we take all of those different concepts, and as they're talking, I'm sketching. So at the end of that conversation, I can hold up my my book and say, is this your cake? So I usually sketch out whatever it is that client has envisioned in their head. So my job is to kind of pull that out. And that's what a cake designer does. We pull that client's vision and put it on paper and then recreate it in cake. Wow. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. And I can imagine that's such a cool like consultation or experience of like coming in, chatting with you. You probably have all these ideas in mind, <laughs> but you probably don't really know what it's going to look like when it yes. all comes together. And for you to say like, so is this what you're thinking of? <sighs> Take my money. Yes. <laughs> Before I've even had a chance to taste yeah. the cake. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's why I like to do them in person as well instead of versus doing giving them a cake box and then meeting them on Zoom. You get a different reaction and you get a different feel when you come in and you sit down. It's like when you have a teacher, mm-hmm. when you when your teacher comes over and helps you personally, when she's yeah. sitting right next to you and helping you work out that problem, um, you understand it better. Mm-hmm. You um, now you can connect to it versus doing it virtually. For sure. So all our consultations, I do them in person. A lot of people are like, oh, I got to wait this long. I have to do it on my schedule so I can. And usually I won't see that client again, maybe mm-hmm. until their wedding. Mm-hmm. So I like to do all the consultations in person you know, as, as their cake design. And then I'm part of that team. Right. You know, I, I need to be a, I need to meet you and you need to meet me so we can make sure that we're going to be a good fit and good teammates. Yeah. My, you know, one band, one sound. Mm-hmm. I work for you on your wedding day and I don't ever want a client to be worried about, is my cake going to show up? Right. Who's, who's that lady again? <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Because okay. I think too, we've seen plenty of times where for some, they don't have or don't really understand what the vendors do and they don't have that relationship with them. So I think mm-hmm. it's then easier for them to diminish what they're doing have you know more frustrations around the wedding process right. when you don't see your vendors as like part of your team helping you achieve your wedding day vision and your goals versus like oh this is just someone I'm paying to that's going to do this thing and it's like no there there's layers to it it's it's mm-hmm. you know they're not just anonymous people so yeah i completely understand that well with that being said i can imagine that there are probably some responsibilities that maybe one might assume that you would handle or your team would handle but is actually probably the responsibilities of the catering team Mm. do you have any examples of something like that or any of those type of things that pop up yeah a lot of times the caterer may think that we're responsible for uh, providing a, additional boxes for leftover cake. Um, that we we do provide a box for the topper because you know sometimes the client wants to save it for their anniversary. But you know mm-hmm. since COVID, we've been just creating them a new one on their anniversary the following year, mm. um, so they can still. But we still bring a box because they may want to just take that top to your home and eat it when they're in peace and you know after the, after the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but they think that we should provide extra boxes for additional cake that's left over. Now, when we meet with the client, we ask the client, how many servings of cake would you like? And I ask the question, if you're serving alcohol and not just, you know, beer and wine, but maybe liquor. Because a lot of times people don't drink alcohol and eat mm-hmm. sweets. So you mm-hmm. and when they when they're going to have hard liquor, especially mm-hmm. I would suggest that they cut their servings back so they won't have a lot of leftover cake. Mm. But I've gotten to venues and they're like, or and the caterer was like, well, you don't have any extra boxes for the leftover cake? Well, I, we don't even know if there's going to be some leftover cake, baby. <laughs> cut the cake right. Or don't cut the cake at the end of the night. Cut it right after dinner. Yeah. Um, and some other things that, uh, I mentioned, like cutting the cake. So we can't stay and cut your cake. 
that's the caterer's job because we don't bring plates. We don't bring extra forks or napkins. The caterer should be including that in their fee. And when I've had brides to say, well, they're going to charge me such and such uh, to cut the cake. And I'm like, well, that's right, because they have to wash those extra dishes. They have to provide those forks and those extra napkins that are Mm -hmm. not part of your dinner service. So that's understandable that they have someone to cut the cake. Mm. I never thought about that. Yeah. And then I'm going to have, if I cut the cake, I got to stay at a party where I don't know nobody but the bride and the groom, and they ain't going to be paying attention to me. I can't go out there and do the wobble. <laughs> I can't do the electric slide. I got to stand and sit over there with that cake yeah. for four and a half hours. Because you're working. Because I'm working. Who wants to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to stay and cut the cake. <laughs> that's too funny well is there anything that would be assumed that you would do but would actually be the responsibility of like their planner or coordinator yes the decor and i guess Mm -hmm. more yeah because the planner the the planner or the coordinator usually is works hands in hand with the decor person Mm -hmm. so i've had questions like uh well where's the linen for the cake table oh or where is the flowers do you don't have any candles to place on your table or now, I do understand cake stand. I understand when they ask me about a cake stand. That's not unusual. However, we don't rent out cake stands because I don't want to come back at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock and pick up a cake stand either. Because right. I'm an early bird, not a night bird. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they sometimes, I've had questions from the coordinator asking me about the core pieces. And, and, and a lot of times they always ask, what time are you coming? And since they create the timeline, I always say, you tell me what time you want me to come because I don't know the flow of the day. Right. The coordinator knows the flow of the day. So I want to get there where it, the cake is going to, you know, it's not, I'm not going to be walking through a crowd of people mm-hmm. or, um, you know, it's, it's going to not going to be sitting there for too long. You know, even though cakes should melt, um, we don't use an icing that melts, but, you know, you don't want it sitting somewhere in the window where a lot of sun is getting to it either. So we always ask the coordinator when they say, what time are, do you, are, are you coming? No, you tell me what time you want me to come. Because mm-hmm. you are in charge of the day. I work for you that day. So I come when you tell me to come. Mm. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. It, no, it definitely does. Especially thinking of some of the venues in Atlanta that mm-hmm. you have. Like I'm thinking of um, Ashton Gardens where you have those windows where mm. I can imagine a cake could be right next to it. And depending on the time of the year, the cake yeah. melt, you know, depending on when they set it out or, or, or not when it's set out, but like the timing of the day of the ceremony and all of that. Right. And yeah. Sun yeah. beaming right at it. Through, yeah. For so. sure. So the last piece or the last answer of yours made me think of something else where not necessarily the responsibility is what, but what may be other rentals that they may assume that you or your team would provide, but is the responsibility of either the designer or the rental team or the venue or just someone else, not you. Well, like I mentioned, the cake stand, but Mm -hmm. lately, you know, we've been getting these like hoopers, like they want cakes to be hanging on these swings under these hoopers. And so they'll bring these elaborate photos of these cakes things that are over you know things that are over the cake or the cake is sitting on mm-hmm. and they think that we provide that but it's, it comes from the decor person especially when you're talking about something that's um, suspended from the ceiling mm-hmm. um, we don't handle that because of course we don't go up in your raft we don't go up in that venue's rafters we don't we don't build the apparatus 
or the mm-hmm. hooper for the cake to sit in. Now we'll mm-hmm. we'll coordinate with the decor person to make sure weight. Because um, I have had to go down to Jacksonville. I did a wedding in Jacksonville where we had to hang the cake from a trellis. The cake was hanging upside down um, with some chandeliers in between some chandeliers. Ooh. So we had to work with the company that uh, provided the, the the truss or the trellis that was going across. We had to make sure the weight was proper, how far it was going to hang down so mm-hmm. the couple wouldn't be running into it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that was an adventure. And it was fun. One thing I, one thing that probably kept me into cake decorating so long is because the designs change with usually each client. So you have, you know, you have so many different directions that you can go with a cake design. So it's always interesting. It's always exciting. It's always a challenge um, coming up. If, you know, sometimes you get those basic ones where you just got to spin around and put your little knife on there like grandma did it. But for the most part, you get <laughs> you get some things that are fun. Like um, I know there's a coordinator in North Carolina. Uh, it was a DeVelop with Demetrius. Demetrius Faison. He comes up with the most craziest designs, and he'll say, "Okay, this is what I want the cake to be like. This, 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 and hanging this way." And I'm like, "I can't do that." And he said, "Yes, you can. Let me know when you get done." <laughs> and I'm sure you figure it out every time. I do. And it's a it's a fun journey to figure it out. So now I just like, OK, let's see what we can do. And even his dad pitches in to help to see how we can get it stabilized. And so you have to learn how to do um, definitely structures. You have to learn how to make how to secure the structure in the inside of those cakes. Um, a lot of times, you know, when you see something that's really big and over the top or hanging upside down, it's usually styrofoam as well. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily all cake because cake can only do so much. Right. <laughs> so then you have to kind of incorporate some faux pieces to oh. get you some really cool things done. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't think about that piece. Mm-hmm. But thank you for that. <laughs> is there anything that's been assumed is your responsibility, but really the venue should be taking care of it? Not too much with the venue. The venue, they, they almost kind of pull in with the caterer. Like they'll expect extra boxes, things of that nature. Because, of course, they don't want anything left at the Mm -hmm. venue overnight that, you know, someone has to be responsible for. So usually the venue, we don't we don't have we don't have too much interaction with them. Um, Sometimes like with the faux cake, I may have to go back and and coordinate with them to pick something up that's faux. But with the venue, not too much. The most thing they provide, they normally ask for like my insurance and (laughs) a lot of there's a business license and things like that. Of course. Yeah, Make people sure are so you... sue happy now. Ugh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> well, final one of these type of questions, but is there anything that the bride or groom should really be taken care of and not you? Yeah. Um, their cake toppers, their mm-hmm. flutes and their knife sets, you know, things. So those are things that are very personal. They're usually engraved with their dates and their times or their dates and their name. So uh, even though I may draw them on the sketch, when we do the sketch, I'm not responsible for them. And I've had a bride or two to say, well, what happened to the flutes? And the, you drew them on, your, on the sketch. I said, well, <laughs> I drew the table and the tablecloth too, but I didn't bring that. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. But yeah. I even had a, a baby shower. And she said, well, you didn't bring the, the knife to cut the cake. And I'm like, we don't provide the knife to cut the cake. Uh, mm-hmm. We're not the grocery store. So, 
That's funny. That. <laughs> and I'm sure all of that too is outlined in the contract. So yes, if you read, <laughs> if you look through your contract, you'll see what is actually the responsibility of you versus what isn't included. If it's not included, get somebody else to do it. You are exactly right. And it's, it's in there from plates, napkins, forks, cake, knife sets, flutes. All of that is spelled out. And we are cakes by Lamika, not cakes and decor or cakes and <laughs> plates and rentals. You know, there. Some, there are some people that do both, but we just can't do both. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I stay in my lane. Right, right. Is there anything that you want or wish more brides and grooms knew as maybe they're coming into the process of like selecting their wedding dessert or if it's even just something that you've noticed that's like, I wish more people were aware of this or did this instead of that. Yeah, I can say that. Like with faux cakes, a lot of times brides and grooms assume because they're a faux cake that it should be pretty much almost dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. And a faux cake, now we're basically we're doing double work. So we're working on um, the, the faux cake, the styrofoam cake. Mm-hmm. And we're also making the cake for the guests to eat. And if you're going to do a faux cake, instead of trying to just, because you pretty much, you can almost pay for pay the same thing for a real cake as a faux cake if you have if let's say you have 60 guests or 100 guests that pricing is about the same but mm. if you have 400 guests or 300 guests and you want something big and over the top that's mm-hmm. that's when a faux cake kind of comes into play where you'll be paying less money you'll be getting where you'll be getting more bang for your buck i always say gotcha. that's when you can get that over the top design and you can even do it when you have 100 or 60 guests if you want something big and over the top I had a client um, back at the end of um, 2020. They only had 125 guests. However, the bride wanted a cake that was over six feet tall. And she wanted that, you know, that bottom base to be about 22 to 24 inches wide. So that's just think about uh, a a table, the the, the bottom tier by the side of a table. When her guest walked in and when she walked in, that she wanted that cake to be a, a statement piece. So, of course, She's that cake will probably feed about 400 people, but she didn't have 400 guests. So we did it as a faux cake and just had a section for her husband and and her to cut and Mm -hmm. then feed each other. And then we fed the guests from sheet cakes in the back. So I would say reserve that when you want to do a faux cake. Don't look at it as you're trying to say this is because this is a special occasion. And people say, well, it's about me and it's not about my guests. If it was just about you. You would just go to the courthouse and have that have a little ceremony and going about your business and going on. But because you've invited all these people, <laughs> right? And you <laughs> and you spend right. money on decor. It's not just about you. You 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 obviously want someone else to share in that day and see what you're doing. So the cake is also an investment, just like it, just like that dress. Because you could just wear a nice form of dress, but no, you went to you went to Brides by Known and got that ten thousand dollar dress. <laughs> <laughs> that made you feel like a princess and a queen for the day. <laughs> right, right. So this is your queen and your princess day cake as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I always tell people, listen, I know you got to live the next day. Yeah. So, and I, it, is, it has to be, and it, I always want it to be a win-win. It has to be a win for me and a win for that client. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, I always say, have a budget in mind as well. Have a budget on what you, you know, what you're willing to spend. And I can always tell, I always ask, you know, what's your spending plan mm-hmm. for your cake? And I'll let you know if it's realistic or not. 
And if they have a realistic spending plan, I don't try to go all the way to the very end of it. Like say, we want to spend five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I'm not going to try to make you spend five thousand dollars unless you're trying to get a five thousand dollar cake. Because I would say every time I touch it, the price go up. Mm-hmm. But if you know, if we're doing a nice cake that we can stay within your budget, I'm going to try to keep you in your budget, in yeah. your spending plan versus taking you out. I don't ever want anyone to leave with buyer's remorse. Yeah. That's not how I would want to be. You know, you want to treat people the way you want to be treated. And I treat everyone the same. When we have celebrities to come into the shop, I don't overcharge them. I charge them just like I would charge anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, because that's how I would want to be treated. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm part of your team and I want to be a part of that next adventure when it's time for the baby shower Aww. and the anniversary cake and the, you know, those special. I want to be a part of all those special occasions. So if you didn't feel good when you left with your wedding, then you're not going to feel good enough to come back. Yeah, 100%. I love that. I love that so much. Well, (laughs) final question is outside of what you've just shared with us, do you have any advice for anyone that is engaged in seeking their wedding cake designer? Yeah. When you go and meet with your cake designer, really anyone, this is a job interview for us. And just like with a job interview, you are looking for the best candidate to be a part of your wedding. You want that, again, that team member, that one band, one sound. So you won't have to, it's going to be enough stress with family, enough stress with your bridesmaids and your groomsmen, um, pulling everything together, putting up this money. The last thing you want on your wedding day is the stress of, is this going to be taken care of? Is this going to happen? Is this is going to be? And also tell pick bridesmaids that's going to be on your team. I've been seeing some mean bridesmaids lately too when we go to <laughs> weddings. Um, so, you know, pick all around. Make sure all of these people are on your team. They want you to have the best day ever. I know when I was getting married, I had all kinds of crazy things to, get, to go crazy. But because, you know, everybody that was there, they pitched in and they tried their best to make it a great day. It was a great day. Mm-hmm. Even at the end when I'm putting up chairs. <laughs> at the venue, stacking the chairs back up. It was still a great day. <laughs> and when it was a car accident and my bridesmaid and uh, the groomsmen, they didn't make it. So oh I could have sat down for dinner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was, it was like, oh, I forget about them. <laughs> so we had to have them reintroduced, but it was still a great day because everybody uh-huh. did their part. You know, some things un- unfortunate that happens. And that's another thing that brass and grooms should remember. It's going to be some unfortunate things that's going to happen, but it's still going to, it still could be a great day. It's just how your attitude could be. I've had a bride that mm-hmm. she was counting the flowers. How many, how many orchids was in a flower arrangement and had someone else counting how many roses was in a flower arrangement. And I think later I got a call to say that my cake wasn't wide enough. But the only thing that we discussed is how tall the cake would be, never the width of it. And and I, and I wow. it was so sad because she, she really didn't get to enjoy her day because I, I and then when I saw her, she was looking around and she was, you know, just kind of critiquing. Like, yeah, critiquing everything versus just enjoy. Yeah. Day. Enjoy yeah. your day. You only have one. You only it get goes by one. so fast. So quickly. Uh, both my wedding days went by fast. <laughs> 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 Me too. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was like that second time around. <laughs> yeah, it it oof. It really does. And I, I know we could say it a, a thousand times, but social media definitely does kind of feed into this like comparison or mm-hmm. having to have a wedding that has a certain look or a certain feel. And it's like, honestly, your guests don't care about all of that. Like these mm-hmm. little details that, you know, counting the difference in the, the amount of orchids versus the roses versus they don't care. Because they see this as a nice wedding. Mm -hmm. And more than likely, they haven't been to a wedding of your magnitude. You know, I'm thinking sometimes older couples or older people that are coming Mm -hmm. to the wedding. Maybe some of the younger folks. But even then, there's just so much in wedding planning. And and honestly, they're just, how do they feel? That, That Those are the things that the guests leave with, like... Was the food good? Yeah. DJ good. You know, you look pretty. (laughs) And that's it. They're not, they're not thinking, oh, she had. purpose don't match. (laughs) Yeah. She had gold instead of silver or silver instead of gold. Or she made the medals now. (laughs) And even if it is someone that has those type of thoughts and they say that out loud. That's probably somebody that shouldn't have been there in the first shouldn't place. Have been there. Exactly. Should definitely not have been there. Mm. <laughs> we see it way too often where people invite folks for the sake of inviting people. Mm-hmm. And then that's a thing or way too many cooks in the kitchen, essentially, where you have like the bridal party that's probably should have been a wedding guest or probably shouldn't have been invited or, you know, <laughs> having all this. And then that adds or creates stress that shouldn't have been there if mm-hmm. these people were properly where they should respectively be you know mm-hmm. <laughs> whether invited or otherwise my second wedding i met my maid of honor ended up being fired because she was so upset that let's see someone she liked gave me a bridal shower yet she didn't give me a bridal shower at, oh least at night at that time but and i'm like well you know she said well i just don't understand well you know you ain't got to be a part of the wedding it's okay yeah. you just come as a guest so we pulled in somebody else to take her place. And yeah. it wasn't a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The show has to also go on as well. So whether you're having the tantrum or a moment or whatever it is. Okay, girl. About, it ain't about you. It's about me. <laughs> it really isn't. It really isn't. I want my guests to have a good time. Like you mentioned before, have the food's good, the cake's good, the Everybody looked nice. The DJ was bomb. Mm-hmm. He got he had everybody on the floor. Even Auntie Auntie uh, Flora, she was getting down. <laughs> That's true. <what> we- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. We're now going to move into the wedding vendor love section. This is where we allow you to give flowers or you know just shout out somebody that you've worked with that you really respect love always had a great relationship with because the people are listening and they're looking for vendors and they often use this area to help at least with the consultation piece and sometimes they even go ahead and book those vendors as well so saying all that to say who are you shouting out this week oh well let's see 
<laughs> I would have to say someone that I've been working with for a long time that I've watched business go from one thing involving to another whole thing. I just Neek Williams event management mm. where we started off just as calling and asking a question about some advertisement and she was just doing planning. Mm-hmm. And then when she moved over into doing decor, it just her business just took off and I got to see her creativity. Every wedding I see is something different and it's more and more beautiful every time. So I have to say Neek Williams Event Management um, is, is one company I have to shout out with decor wise and and love in motion um, video. Their video is just just magnificent. It's really just seeing them just really blossom with their video and major mm-hmm. look photography. Major look photography. When I look at his um, Montoya's work, it's like I'm looking at a magazine. Can I shout out one more vendor? Go on. <laughs> Sandy Spells Invitations. That's another custom invitation that uh, her invitations are magnificent. I just thought about the different designs. Like we used to collaborate with the cake and the invitations. Mm. All right. Bye. <laughs> Ooh, that could open the door for a, another piece of the a conversation, but mm-hmm. okay, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> ah, I appreciate that so much. Well, again, thank you. Thank you for coming on and chatting with us. Where can the people find you if they want to know more, if they want to get a cake by Lamika? Like, what should they do? Where should they go? You just said it. Cakes by Lamika. That's my website, cakesbylamika.com. And Lamika is spelled L-A-M-E-E-K-A. And I'm also located at 1067 Forest Parkway, Forest Park, Georgia. And Suite B, that's one of my suites. That's usually where we have our, that's our studio. And I can be reached at 678-576-0409. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you so much again for coming on and chatting with me. I'm sure this is definitely going to be one of those episodes with so many gems that our listeners will be able to take, share, pass on to someone else that they know that's navigating through this process too. So thank you. Thank you again. Don't forget to follow us everywhere you can. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and even YouTube. You can find us at H-U-I-D-O-W-E-D, which is Who I Do Wed, or at Hue I Do Pod, which is H-U-E-I-D-O-P-O-D on pretty much any of those platforms. In addition to that, if you want to know more about any of the amazing wedding vendors we've shouted out or any of the really cool wedding vendors we've had on the show as guests or just some awesome wedding vendors in general that maybe you don't know of, head to find.huido.com. There you're going to find over 600 wedding vendors that can help take you to your happily ever after. And no matter where you listen to Hue I Do, if you could, please leave us a review. It will help other bride-to-be's and other people in the wedding planning space find a podcast that speaks to them as much as Hue I Do speaks to you. 